All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of Amazon, Walmart, Target, these companies that hate you? Literally, they hate you. They spit in the face of your values. They hate children. They're pro-abortion. They're anti-Christian. They're pro-LGBTQ. So am I. That's why I love my good friends at Public Square, the absolute parallel economy. Not only can you download their app at publicsq.com right now, Starting November 1st, now you can have the e-commerce just like Amazon, just like Walmart, just like Target on the Public Square app. They are putting their money where their mouth is to bring you the parallel economy. No more shopping in Amazon, no more shopping at Target, no more shopping at Walmart. Shop at Public Square from now on to support the companies that support your values. Go to publicsq.com right now. The greatest country that this world has ever seen. And there, there we, we go. go. What's going on, America? And oh, welcome oh. to Dear America. That is my phone. I apologize. Uh, what's going on, America? Today is the uh, post-debate analysis uh, titled, Trump wins the debate again, mm-hmm. but Vivek went on an absolute just scorched earth, destroying everything. We're going to talk about the debates. We're going to talk about all of the above. Uh, we're going to give you some breaking news this morning. Uh, but the biggest thing is it is time to end mm-hmm. these debates. They're if useless. you watched our episode yesterday from the University of Alabama, uh, this is how dedicated we are to you. First of all, producer Zach is here with How's his going, uh, Alabama hat on yep. as contractually obligated for his employment <laughs> at this point. Uh, but a, uh, just for a few more weeks, go to Todd uh, right here. Uh, go to Todd shot right there. Todd is not here. This is how dedicated we are to you. We literally went to the University of Alabama to bring you the show from where the debates were, and then Todd and Noah stayed for the debates to give us inside constant access of what was really going on in the audience, uh, what was really happening behind the scenes, and we actually have a clip from them to tell you some inside information of what went down. But as you can see, Todd is not physically here, but Todd is in the chat talking to you right now. But this is how dedicated we are to you. Me and Zach drove all the way back yesterday <laughs> to make sure yep. that we could come back in our and normal studio prepped. set and then show prepped and all the above because we answer to you, the people, and it is very important to us to always bring you the show, whether or not we have to divide and conquer sometimes or not. So it was our first ever time having uh, Dear America representatives on the ground, which was really cool because we got some inside stuff. Todd and Noah both did an amazing job, and I'm excited for you to hear the inside scoop that they're going to bring us here in a little bit. But business first, we need you guys to hit the like button. The more you like this video, the more it gets picked up in the algorithms. And I'm going to say it a little differently today. Mm, Shaking it up a little bit. If I say things that you agree with during this episode, hit the like button. 
I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop saying it. I really am because at this point, you guys know how the algorithms work. So I'm just gonna say it like that. If we make a point that you agree with, hit the like button. And if you're new while watching this episode, make sure to hit the follow button. Comment in the live chat. Todd is actively talking to you guys in the chat while we go through this show here. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Make sure to share it far and wide. Let's get into this thing. All right. Breaking news uh, coming from this. All right, here we go. Uh, And uh, the state of Texas, the Daily Wire, and the Federalist have sued the U.S. Department of State, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, and other government officials for engaging in conspiracy to censor, deplatform, and demonetize American media outlets disfavored by the federal government. Now, this is a big breaking news. I'm sure we'll find out more as things progress, but this is a big deal. Okay, this is a big deal because this is the truth. And we've talked about this a lot. The way that you actually end free speech, truth tellers, all of the above is uh, you take away the money. You take the you take away their ability to feed their children uh, and you take away their ability to pay for the employees, you know, that's actually employing Americans, you know, instead of giving all the work to the Chinese. But, you know. I digress. Uh, that's how you do it. So the Daily Wire, the Federalists, and the state of Texas uh, are are taking it to D.C. in a good way. And I think that this hopefully, I don't think it's going to change a lot, but maybe it'll lead a lot in discovery of some of the deception that is going on to blatantly censor anyone that is anti the establishment's idea of what the truth actually may be. All right, moving on. Diversify your savings with physical precious metals while stockpiling on silver in your home safe. It's Birch Gold Group's most popular special of the year. Now through December 22nd, for every $5,000 you spend with Birch Gold, they'll send you a one ounce silver eagle coin for free. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your eligibility now. You can purchase gold and silver and have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's Precious Metals Specialist help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold for no money out of pocket. And they'll send you a free silver for every $5,000 that you spend. Just text the keyword Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your eligibility. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, now is the best time to buy gold from Birch Gold. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and claim your eligibility for free silver on qualifying purchases before December 22nd. Okay, this is uh, this is good news, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Applause, Zach. We got some good news in the house today. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is <laughs> resigning from Thank Congress again. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Miracles happen still in the world today. What a whiny sycophantic little baby this moronic rhino that has been screwing over the american people 
four years, uh, gets dethroned as the Speaker of the House, of which, he, about it. of which he had a back-end deal with the Democrats anyway and Nancy Pelosi, and then tries to sabotage Mike Johnson and do all this other kind of stuff. He led the thing to get uh, Santos kicked out, and now he's going to resign as well to relinquish uh, our very slim majority at the same time. I'm still happy about it. Good riddance. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, you're a piece of human garbage, and I'm glad that you are out of there. Okay, uh, another breaking news on a more sad note. This is coming out of uh, the University of... Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. We got the sheriff. You're right. We, got, a, we got another shocking report before we do that. This came out yesterday. America's sheriff, Sheriff Lamb, posted a video of some shocking revelations. We know that the border is wide open. We know that our country is being invaded, but I had no idea that we were funding them and giving them cell phones and plane tickets all at the same time. Play this shocking video right now. You know, we see all these people coming across, mostly military age men coming from China, from Africa, from all over the world. Uh, most of them not even being vetted when they come in here. But here's what's really gonna bother you. When these folks come across and they're processed, they're being given a cell phone, a plane ticket to wherever they wanna go in this country, so probably to a community near you, and a $5,000 Visa card. So while this Christmas season, you're struggling to keep your lights on, uh, while you're struggling to pay your rent, put Christmas presents under the tree for your kids, we have our government giving people that came into this country illegally $5,000 gift cards. Come That's on, the truth. Come on, say what? I mean, <laughs> come on, on, say what? I think I might just go to the border right quick and jump across the line. Let's just fly to Mexico <laughs> and run up. Like, let's do it three or four times, and then we'll have 20 grand. <laughs> at Dude, this do point. that once a month. You're making a 60K salary. All right. Not bad. So many questions. Okay. One, we got veterans that can't get appointments and medication that they need because 161,000 illegals were put in front of them last year alone with the VA. But yet somehow someone is organizing this crap enough that when these illegals get to the border, they're given cell phones, one. Yeah. So who's paying for the cell phones? What service provider is the cell phones under? Two, they're, according to Sheriff Lamb, they're able to pick wherever they want to go, and they just buy them a plane ticket to go there. Uh, and then three, uh, here's five grand to get you started. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go there, pick a plane for, um, like, Montana, go do some hiking and stuff, and then I'll use my $5,000 gift card to come back. Yeah, but a prepaid Visa gift card, too, because yeah. you can't track that, can't do all this stuff. You don't need bank accounts for prepaid Visa cards. I, I when are we going to acknowledge the fact that America is under attack from within? Mm. When are we going to acknowledge the fact that this is all planned, orchestrated invasion of our country? I don't understand what else we have to do. In fact, I saw, oh, I saw a tweet just this morning, and I should have saved it, but I didn't, and it was talking about um, the growth of populations. Mm -hmm. Right within every state, and it had every state's population growth over the past three years. And like number 10, above, like I can't remember what the state was, uh, eight million some odd people, and it just said illegal immigrants. Mm. So, illegal immigration is right up there on pace with the growth of actual states 
in our own country right now. And we're giving them cell phones, we're giving them plane tickets, and we're giving them five grand just for good measure on top of it. All right, another little thing we got to talk about here before we get into the troops, the Russian troops, the the what Biden talking about our troops fighting Russians. Yes. Yeah. Well, we got to get into a couple things there. But real quick, let's go ahead and get into our sponsor for the day so we can get into all of this stuff right now. I'm putting Zach to work. You are. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's do it. All right. Pure Talk has you covered for the holidays with a free Moto G 5G phone. No gimmicks, no trade-in necessary. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and 15 gig data plan for just 35 bucks and get the Moto G 5G phone for free. But here's the deal. You need to move fast because these phones are almost gone. So if your current phone is on live support, upgrade for free with Pure Talk. Enjoy two-day battery life, an exceptional quad pixel camera, and a whole lot more. Just go to puretalk.com slash gram to get this exclusive offer and to select the plan that's right for you and your family. Remember, Pure Talk gives you America's most dependable 5G network at half the price. So make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash gram to claim your free Moto G 5G phone with qualifying plan. Again, puretalk.com slash gram, puretalk.com slash gram. All right. So uh, as World War Three approaches yesterday, Joe Biden said something that should terrify every single one of you. Joe Biden actually, for the first time, talks about the real possibility or a possibility in general of American troops fighting Russian troops. Take a listen to this. Well, we've committed as a NATO member that we defend every inch of NATO territory. Then we'll have something that we don't seek and that we don't have today american troops fighting russian troops american troops fighting russian that's troops it. He, he, that, that, that's the door that's the door right there that that that's the door right there that means that there everything that biden freudian slips or he's a dementia patient and he says things he's not supposed to say that was the slip that means they've been talking about this stuff behind the scenes for a while it always is going to lead to the fact that we're going to be sending american troops over mm-hmm. period that's how it's gonna go they gotta slowly normalize it absolutely all right last thing we got to get well almost the last thing we got to get into before we get into the debates here is uh yesterday there was a tragic shooting at the university of nevada las vegas uh with multiple victims and the suspect being dead now we don't have all the info yet but they have identified the suspect uh and he does not fit the typical active shooter profile. This guy was 67 years old um, and he had a website dedicated to himself. Really? And his life. Yeah. What I was reading uh, about this and he, uh, the left is trying to spin it as he was a conspiracy theorist, but I read in the article that he said the greatest minds of our generation or the 20th century was uh, Nikola Tesla Albert Einstein and George Soros. Someone tells me he's not conservative. So something the there doesn't make a lot of sense uh, in that regard. But don't worry, LeBron James, the uh, <clears throat> whiniest player in the history of the NBA, uh, came out with this to say about uh, gun control. Oh, no, it's just an article. Oh, you can't play the video? Oh, we can play That's the video. a video right there. I didn't, Is that not I it? Didn't, I didn't listen to the video. 
I think this, well, we're about to find out. I'm curious how you found out about it and if that affects the mood getting into to Vegas and getting settled with, with everything coming tomorrow. Yeah, my, my brother from back home um, texted me and told me to uh, be safe out here because he had heard about the shooting at UNLV. So first of all, my, I don't know, was there any casualties with anybody? So first of all, my condolences goes to the families that lost loved ones um, and, uh, you know, families and friends and everything. Um, it just... Just goes back what I said before about guns in America. I think it's, it's such a longer conversation, but it's, it's we're the only ones who keep dealing with this same story, the same conversation every single time it happens, and and it just continues to happen. And you know, the ability to get a gun, the ability to <clears throat> you know to do these things over and over and over, and there's been no change is literally ridiculous. It makes no sense that we continue to lose innocent lives and, you know, on campuses, on schools, at shopping markets and, you know, movie theaters and all type of stuff. It's just it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. And the fact that we haven't changed anything has actually been a lot easier to actually be able to, to own a firearm. Um, it's, it's, It's the Second Amendment. It's stupid. All right, pause. It's stupid. But yet, this article right here, that's stupid, LeBron James says, and we need to do something about gun violence and get gun control in. I feel like Uh, as a fan, I got... I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, anyway, <laughs> LeBron hires. This is Reuters. This is from. This is an older article. I, I don't. I don't care. Oh, it, yeah. it's still fine. LeBron James has armed security. The same guy who says that we shouldn't be allowed to have guns. Uh, the multi-millionaire, almost a billionaire at this point, LeBron James don't go nowhere without his armed guards uh, around his house and every. Where he goes. So, again, LeBron, uh, we'll get rid of our guns when you get rid of your security guards. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go. It's time to, well, no, what, what was Debates it? are next. Oh, yeah, the debates. Okay. Yeah, we got rid of that. All right. Before we talk about the debates, as I said, Todd and Noah were our Dear America uh, representatives on the ground at the debates. And they sent us a video of as we talk about these clips and as we talk about everything here, um, we I'm going to give you my thoughts when we're all done, as you guys didn't think that was going to happen. But I will say this. Todd sent a picture of the lineup, and yesterday, if you go back and watch yesterday's footage of the show, the lineup was exactly what I said it was going to be. Am I lying, Zach? Am I lying? No, you're not lying. Thank you. You, You're Uh, you're correct. I'm telling you, I know how this stuff's going to go. But either way, (laughs) there was some inside stuff here, especially in regards to Nikki Haley, that I thought was very interesting. So this is Todd and Zach after the Todd and Noah after the debate last night with some inside info, insider baseball, go to it. Good morning, everybody. It's Hot Seat Todd here with Noah. Uh, not going to be with you in the, this morning because me and Noah here went to the debate last night and um, kind of went how you expected. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, big winner of the night. We talked about this in the show before um, today, your yesterday. Um, DeSantis needed a big night. He definitely brought it to the table tonight. 
Um, yeah, he just was sharper. I feel like he was a little bit less robotic. Mm -hmm. um, fun fact, in between commercial, or in the commercial breaks of the debate, oh, yeah. DeSantis and Vivek were like, giving each other fist bumps chummy, buddy buddy real chummy you could tell that they had both plotted against nikki absolutely and it showed i think it was easily uh DeSantis's best night Vivette, uh nikki's worst night mm -hmm. uh chris christie he's still fat and goes nowhere um i'm trying to think yeah, what else. chris christie did not like so vivek and i know you'll play clips of this but v vivek basically went after haley for the first hour yeah. or so and chris christie didn't get any cheers until he started defending nikki haley and then he started getting getting cheers but yeah. nikki haley honest to god i don't think it matters what she said it was an absolute nikki haley crowd in in that in that auditorium tonight everything she said was met with cheers everything so pretty much what you to be what what you could expect vivek had a whole lot of good one-liners desantis did a whole lot a lot better nobody really cared about what chris christie said besides the fact of taking up for nikki haley that's pretty much it yeah i think um overall i think everything everyone ended up zero sum game yeah um super interesting to see also nikki flooded the crowd with her supporters you could t i would say the crowd was 60 percent there at least from nikki they least. all had buttons yeah Haley buttons all over the place you could yeah, tell absolutely. that she completely stacked the crowd on, on her side and it, it didn't even really pay off yeah, at all kind of a walking disaster yeah. for her and I, I you know everybody makes fun of me in the chat but i like nikki haley i'm, yeah. a, I'm a nikki haley guy yeah. but it was a bad nikki night yeah so. it was but and vivette got a lot of booze tonight <laughs> like a a lot of booze likely from Nikki's, Nikki Haley supporters so yeah. that's it guys um, not really much to say obviously um, Trump won again tonight uh, he won again so we'll see you Monday guys later all right so that is your insider scoop there one uh, looks like Vivek and DeSantis might have coordinated at some point to go ahead a Chris Christie's out He's so fat. It's amazing that that debate <laughs> stage is holding up, man. I'm telling you, the biggest winner, you want to talk about a company that will never go out of business again, whoever is constructing those stages. And his belt. And his belt company. Whew, that's a lot of... It's a lot of mass to hold on to. But either way, uh, Chris Christie's out, and it looks like Vivek and DeSantis decided to team up together to completely just end Nikki Haley. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, I will say this, though. Before we get into the analysis of this, I want to bring up a point of how all of this is stupid and all of this is still actually rigged, whether you believe it to be so or not. What's going on, everybody? This is not a joke. I actually want to talk to you about porn, specifically porn in marriage. In fact, did you know 56% of divorces report porn usage? Pornography is a silent killer that is slowly poisoning your marriage. For you guys and girls listening right now, I want you to understand that looking at porn causes damage. We can have this idea that it isn't harming anyone, but it really is. When porn use comes to light to our spouse, that damage becomes visible. Wives, you experience betrayal, often questioning yourself, asking why you aren't enough or what you have done wrong. And the longer the porn use continues, the deeper that trauma will go. Think about it. 
Think about what it's doing to your marriage. Porn also keeps men focused inward and distracts them on their spiritual journey so they're not able to fully embrace their role as husband and father. So let's make a commitment to stop looking at porn and heal our marriages. How about that? There's a great resource completely free. That's right. You heard it free. And it's called Restored Vows. It's a video series that features a couple who saw the real damaging impacts of porn and marriage. Over 14 days, they reveal their darkest moments and share what they did to find healing and hope in what seemed to be a hopeless situation. In this series, you'll learn practical steps to promote honesty, understanding, and trust. Restored Vows will give you the tools you need to start improving your relationship. So what are you waiting for? It's completely free. Heal your marriage, work together, put God back at the front of your marriage, and get rid of porn for good. Go to CovenantEyes.com and use the promo code Graham. Again, that's Restored Vows for free. Take the fight to your marriage and for your marriage. That's CovenantEyes.com, promo code Graham. Uh, this debate was sponsored by News Nation. News Nation is a relatively newer network that is basically comprised of a bunch of CNN outcasts at this point. Chris Cuomo's there and all, all of the above. So because of that, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all of the above, you, can't, you couldn't watch the debate unless you subscribe to Rumble, which you should, but unless you paid for News Nation, you can't watch mm. it. And so how is it supposed to be letting the American people hear what the debates are all about so they can make decisions for themselves when it actually limits it to this tiny little area that you can actually listen to it in the first place? If it really is about the American people hearing other ideas on the other side of the aisles from other candidates, then shouldn't it be broadcasted everywhere? No, it's not because it's rigged. Um, also, I'll say this. Um there are some polls from real Americans, not analysts, uh, at the end of this uh, that declare Trump the winner. And I still yeah. think that Trump's the winner. I don't think that anyone gained any ground in any regard. This by far, Chris Christie sucked as always. Before we get into this, I'm going to say this. Nikki Haley, this is by far her worst debate yet. Oh, easily. Because... Apparently, DeSantis and Vivek decided to go in together and take her out. There's two more debates after this. Let's just let's just cripple her right now. And a lot of people are saying they're not saying DeSantis won the debate. Vivek won the debate. But two, they're saying that this was by far DeSantis's best debate yet. Just that, a little while to warm up. That's like <laughs> saying that's like saying, well, how's the food? Uh, you know, I mean, it's not bad. That means it sucks. Well, that, I, that's what that means. I also wonder, did he did he improve because Vivek and him teamed up and Vivek didn't go after him? Cool. He, that, he uh, improved because he had, there was four of them, so he had more yeah. time for people to actually go to him to talk. See, that's, again, this is the thing. If you can't handle yourself amongst 15 people and you need to wait until the thing goes down and, they act, and then they ask you dedicated questions to where you have more time, again... I'm not, and we've got clips from the Santas here. He, he did. He had some good points. He had some good points. You got to give credit where it's due. I don't, and like I said yesterday, I ain't got nothing really against DeSantis. And a lot of you are like, oh, we can't trust Vivek, blah, blah, blah. And you may be right, but Vivek is saying the things that all of us talk about every day. And the vitriol response to Vivek 
from CNN and all this stuff that we've got clips later on. That makes me lean more towards Vivek. Now, don't get me wrong. It's Trump, Trump 2024 all day, but Vivek is not going anywhere. Yeah, Vivek 2028. And he is showing that he is very, very, very dangerous to the Democrats. And I would pay very close attention to the fact that the Dems and the rhinos and the neocons hate him. That's a good sign. That, to me, is a good sign. But either way, just because this was DeSantis' best debate yet— don't mean he won the debate. But first, let's get into Megyn Kelly. Uh, Meg, and, I, and I'll say this, too. I think Megan did a decent job. Uh, th these questions were not softball, lobbed-up questions. Uh, these questions were punch a lot of people in the mouth type stuff and let them fight, right? Let them fight. Everybody's like, oh, let's have a civil debate. Screw that. Let them fight. Let blood be drawn. <laughs> Let them all have sabers that if hey, they need to pull them out, pull it out at the same old time. Old America, that they weren't uh, having civil debates. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you right now, they had that little white glove and they walk up and flop each other. But either way, all right, here's Megan Kelly absolutely killing fat, fatter McButter pants. Chris Christie. Good Lord, look at that neck. All right, either way, here we go. Just to stop President Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81%. Yours is at 25. Your best state is New Hampshire, and even there, two-thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Everyone hates you. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump. And voters may wonder how you could possibly become the nominee of a party that does not appear to like you very much. Yeah, well, look. Well, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine. It's a skip there. Yeah. So Megyn Kelly, that's an absolute death blow. <laughs> just destroy how do you How do you win a debate where it looks like the American people just don't like you very much? And it's true. I don't know how Chris Christie is still there. We talked about yeah. this. There is, I didn't think he was going to make it. There is no way. That this, can you pull up, do me a favor, pull up the penguin from Batman Returns. I'm serious, okay? Now, hold on. He does look No, like no, no, don't laugh yet. Like, we got to pull this up. Penguin, Batman Returns. That's all you got to do. Batman Returns. Oh, my God. There we go, right there. Tell me that this could not be. Zoom in on that. <laughs> That's Chris Christie right there. This screams American president to me, does it not? But that's what people see. Well, remember, when he, they won see mayor Chris Christie. The, he won mayor in the movie. Exactly he right. Did, so that's they're... what I'm trying to say. Good job, Zach. I watched the movie. Look at Zach with the <laughs> Batman stuff coming in. All right. Chris Christie's the most unlockable person in the entire world. Um, how he's still there, I, I don't, there's no way he actually qualified. But either way, all right. This is Chris Christie going after, after Vivek, and um, as Todd stated, Chris Christie didn't get any type of anything until he started trying to defend Nikki Haley, and now it makes sense because the crowd was stacked for Nikki Haley. Mm -hmm. So play the clip. Them all the land they've already stolen, promise Putin you'll never put Ukraine in Russia, and then trust Putin not to have a relationship with China. Let me tell you something. That's no that's reasonable. That's not my deal. That's that, not my deal. Yes, Chris. it's exactly what I'll, you said. I'll you do my deal this too. at every debate. I'll just, I'll you say exactly no, no, don't interrupt I'll me. I didn't interrupt you. Okay? You tell say this. You do this. You do this at every debate. You go out on the stump and you say something. 
All of us see it on video. We confront you on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you back away. And I want to say what. I'll tell you exactly what I said, Chris. I'm not done yet. Well, this is. Now, look. This is nonsense. This man is spewing. This man is spewing nonsense. Let me tell you something. This is the fourth debate. The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So shut up for a little while. All right, so now that makes sense why he's getting applause there. I want to say something else. We're now 25 minutes into this debate, and he has insulted Nikki Haley's basic intelligence, not her positions, her basic intelligence. She doesn't know regions. She wouldn't be able to find something on a map that his three-year-old could find. She didn't. Look, well, we have that clip, too. She doesn't know. If you want to disagree on issues, that's fine. And Nikki and I disagree on some issues. But I'll tell you this. I've known her for 12 years, which is longer than he's even started to vote in a Republican primary. <laughs> and while we disagree about some issues and we disagree about who should be president of the United States, what we don't disagree on is this is a smart, accomplished woman. And you should stop insulting so her. So I'm going to take this. Okay. So it makes sense there. It makes sense why... Chris Christie, I guess he read the room. I guess he finally saw the Nikki Haley stickers and stuff like that. And it's like, I got to help well, this chick out because she's getting just well, skull What about the whole thing about her saying, if uh, you get a woman to do a man's job, <laughs> she yeah. needs a man to come Being in and save her. by a man to come in there and save her. All right, this is Chris Christie getting booed from the audience uh, when he says Trump will be in prison by election. election sure, thank you. I want you all to kind of picture in your minds election day. You'll all be heading to the polls to vote. And that's something that Donald Trump will not be able to do because he will be convicted of felonies before then and his right to vote will be taken away. You know, you, look, here's the bottom line. You can boo about it all you like and continue to deny reality. But if we deny reality as a party, we're going to have four now more that's years interesting. of Joe Biden. Pause it. So we know now that the audience was was stacked with Nikki Haley supporters. So that are the 40%. Yet they still boo him about the Trump thing. This is the deal, man. This is what these out-of-touch people need to understand. And this is what Vivek does very well. And I'm pretty sure even DeSantis changes his tune about some Trump things here in a minute. I think he talks about the the, the Russian collusion hoax and stuff like that yeah. at some point. Even DeSantis's camp is like, you got to back off Trump. You got to back off Trump because it doesn't work. You're only pissing people off. You got to back off Trump. You want to beat him, beat him fair and square, but you can't attack him because these people are not going to let it happen. I find that very interesting. All right, we got to do some DeSantis stuff because, again, full, you know, we, we are not trying to push a bias here. I'm very open and honest. I'm Trump 2024 all day long, but I'll bring you a win when there's a win. You got to call balls and strikes here. All right, this is DeSantis on anti-Semitism and immigration. Very good it's point. Not just, it's not just terrorism, though. That's important. But look what's happened in Europe. You have more anti-Semitism in Germany than at any time since Adolf Hitler. Why? Because they imported mass numbers of people who reject their culture. Europe is committing suicide with the mass migration, and it's illegal and legal. Uh, Nikki Haley said the other day there should be no limits on, on legal immigration and that corporate CEOs should set the That's policy on that. Quit there needs lying. to be limits That's on immigration, true. and we should not be importing people 
from cultures that are hostile. So for example, I said with the Gaza, you had some of the, the, the squad wanted to import 300,000 people from the Gaza Strip. I said, no, we're not taking anyone from Gaza because of the anti-Semitism and because they reject American culture. So we've got to get smart about this. We cannot let the United States be like Europe. So there's I, I gotta get that. that I, I, I like that. I agree. I find no fault in that statement. I mean, it's true. And and it's the thing. He said the thing that Americans really want to say, but he said it about Europe. Europe is being anti-Semitic. And since World War II with Adolf Hitler and all this bad stuff is going on because they're allowing mass illegal immigration and infiltration and takeover of their countries. Americans want to say that. Ooh, this is going to get me in trouble, but 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 it's true. Do it. Americans want to say, uh, all, letting all these people in is destroying our country. That's what yeah. they. That, that's what we really want to say because it actually is true. Just like defunding the police leads to more rampant mm-hmm. crime, and then you got to move further and further out of the cities. This is a normal thing too. A city starts, the city becomes profitable, gets bigger, and eventually gains a downtown. Downtown eventually is where all the crime starts. People then move further out from that town. They create another town, and then the process uh, repeats over and over and over again. We are being invaded by people that do not love America. We are being invaded by people who hate America, that want America to become where, where they are. And we need to we need to say the thing that nobody wants to say out loud, which is illegal immigration and the embracing of illegal immigration by the far left is tactfully and strategically and methodically changing America for the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not talking about legal immigration, media matters. For you, clip me and say something I didn't say. I'm talking about the now millions of illegal immigrants that are coming here from China, Mexico, Uganda, everywhere that are probably at least 1% of them terrorist cells that want to kill us at every turn. That is the problem with America right now is we are no longer America as we knew it because we're allowing anti-American people to take over. The same thing's happening within our own states. People are leaving California to move to Texas and to move to Florida and to move to all these other places, not because they want to leave the horrific dictatorship of Gavin Newsom. They want to infiltrate our states and turn them purple. But nobody wants to talk about that. All right, moving on. This is uh, DeSantis. You do not have the right to abuse your child. I thought this was very good. No, no, that slippery slope. What rights are going to be taken away okay. next? And you what's do going not to be have, as a parent, you do not have the right to abuse your kids. This is cutting off their genitals. This is mutilating these minors. These are yeah. irreversible procedures. Uh, and this is something that other countries in Europe, like Sweden, once they started doing it, they saw it did incalculable damage. They've shut it down. I signed legislation in Florida banning the mutilation of minors because it is wrong. We cannot allow this to happen in this country. And, and I know Chris disagrees with me, and I think he has an honest position. Uh, Nikki disagrees with me. She opposes the bill that we did to ban that. She said the law shouldn't get involved not. with it. You said the law shouldn't get involved with I it. Do not. She also, though, I think, and this is flows from what she did as governor of South Carolina, you know, they had a bill to try to say that men shouldn't go into girls' bathrooms. And she killed that bill, and she bragged that she killed that bill. 
bill. Even to this day, she bragged that. I don't think men should be going into little girls' bathrooms. I think it's wrong. And I think we have every we right to call the balls and strikes that. there. That's true. He got her. I mean, you, you know, again, well, well we're, uh, I'm showing you my bias. My opinion is I'm Trump 2024. But we got to show you the wins when the wins are there. You can't argue with that. If you are a sane person, you can't argue with that. Uh, parents should not have the right uh, to allow their minor child to have irrevocable surgeries to mutilate and cut off their genitals. I don't think that's too much to... Uh, it's the same thing that people would say, parents don't have the right to discipline their children so much, their children, their children so much, that it borders on or is actual abuse of their children physically, right? Same thing. I, I agree. Yes, parents should have the ultimate say with their children, but they should not be able to make decisions that ultimately change their entire lives. The fact that we live in a world where we're having conversations of should parents be allowed to elect for their 12-year-old uh, to get their genitals cut off is insanity. Um, should men be allowed to go in women's restrooms? Absolutely not. Can men be women? No, they can't. They're pedophiles. They're horrible, these people. And they all act like little pigtailed little teenagers when they are uh, men who think they're women. It's never men who think they're women that then act like grown women. It's men who think they're women that act like little teenage girls because they're pedophiles. But we don't want to talk about that. All right, two more DeSantis, and then we, we're moving on uh, to basically... The Vivek Show, which has been every debate so far. DeSantis, we need to restore the Constitution as the centerpiece of our national life. Let's go. Uh, Reagan, Washington, Lincoln, excellent. Uh, one of the guys I'll take inspiration from is Calvin Coolidge. Now, people don't talk about him a lot. He's one of the few presidents that got almost everything right. He understood the proper role of the federal government under the Constitution. We need to restore the U.S. Constitution as the centerpiece of our national life. And that requires a president who understands the original understanding of the Constitution, who has a good sense of the Bill of Rights, and who knows how we've gone off track with this massive fourth branch of government, uh, this administrative state which is imposing its will on us and is being weaponized against us. So Silent Cal knew the proper role of the federal government. The country was in great shape when, when he was president of the United States. And we can earn, earn, learn a awful lot from Calvin Coolidge. I agree. Uh, most people don't know this, but the actual role of the federal government originally was to only be there for A, the military, and B, if states are impeding on our constitutional rights yeah. to reinforce our actual rights as Americans. That was the original role of the federal government. We have turned into where the federal government makes all the rules, and we've moved away from that. All right, let's move on. Let's get to— You get if we skip to uh, Vivek? Yeah, let, yeah, let's go ahead and skip to Vivek. The only real soundbite Nikki Haley had was for every 30 minutes on TikTok, watchers become 17% more <laughs> anti-Semitic. So she got mad at Vivek for bringing up TikTok last time, and then she brings up TikTok. All right, let's go to Vivek. And, ladies and gentlemen, this is where— I don't think that it can even be argued that Vivek Vivek is absolutely going scorched earth on everything that we talk about all the time. So we're going to go rapid fire here. Let's just let's just get to Vivek stuff. Here we go. Vivek says January 6th is an inside job. 
Here's my back. issue with all three of my other colleagues on this debate stage is all three of them have been licking Donald Trump's boots for years Ooh. for money and endorsements. <laughs> Ron DeSantis, you've been a great governor, but you would have never been one without actually begging Donald Trump That's for that endorsement. That's true. And you attacked him in your Nikki book Haley. a year ago. Same thing with Chris Christie as a lobbyist, begging them for COVID money for his special interests in New Jersey, prepping him for the debates last time around. These people are now Monday morning quarterbacking some decision he made. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald mm, Trump attempted true. to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job? <gasps> that the government lied to us for 20 years about Whoa! Saudi Arabia's involvement yes. in 9-11 that the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory, no. but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform, that the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech, mm. that the mm. 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment <laughs> okay. that actually Thank put you. up the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that they knew was false. Wow. There's a reason why I'm the only person That'll on the it, stage sir. who can Thank say you. these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who are licking his boots wow. one time. All right. And now Let's go next. Uh, uh, this is a, this is, this is probably the, this was rough. Uh, you can put lipstick on a Dick Cheney. Things uh, right there. First of all, Chris Christie. Sorry. You can put lipstick on a Dick Cheney, but it's still a neocon fascist. Here we go. <laughs> so first of all, I think we just learned something from Chris Christie. We learned three things. We learned three things right there. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in Eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself yeah. off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, yeah. and get the hell out of this place. I think if you're going to actually send your sons and daughters well, to well, go die in somebody else's voting. war, well, you you better, excuse voting. me, Chris, I'm speaking, and I'm not done yet. I you had your chance, time when you and we're going to be done. So listen up to this. Is if these people want to send your sons and daughters to go die in Ukraine, they've been arguing for it for a year. $200 billion of our taxpayer money sent over. Mm. Neither of them could even name for you the provinces that they actually want to protect. We'll show that And this later. is the people who have been touting their so-called foreign policy experience. It is intellectual fraud. These people are lying to you. The same people who told you about weapons and mass destruction in Iraq to justify that invasion didn't know the first thing about it, yet they sent thousands of our sons and daughters to go die. The same people who told you the same in Afghanistan, where the Taliban is still in charge 20 years later. Seven trillion of our national debt due to these toxic neocons. Wow. You can put mm, lipstick mm. on a Dick Cheney. It is still a fascist neocon. Thank and you, you, Mr. Wow. Thank you, Mr. Today. Thank you, Mr. Wow. All over again okay. in this country. There was pause it. There was more truth in that clip than probably 80% of the thing. All right, moving on. Uh, Bavette calls out Nikki for being corrupt and says CEO of BlackRock is one of her supporters, which is true. Here we go. Oh, spinning wheel of death. Hold oh, on. no. I hate when it does this. Here we go. One second. Two, three, two, one. There's a time and place for everything. We need somebody in the White House who absolutely is going to be a fighter when it counts. And yep. I did say that there were some good people on that stage in that third debate. Doug Burgum was on that stage at that time. And I'll, I'll say that jokingly. Ron DeSantis is a good person, too. I want to go back, though, to Nikki Haley's comment from earlier that she is somehow not responding to the will of these donors. Nikki, you were bankrupt when you left the U.N. 
after you left the UN, you became a military contractor. You actually started joining service on the board of Boeing, whose back you scratched for a very long time, and then gave foreign multinational speeches like Hillary Clinton is. And now you're a multimillionaire. That math does not add up. It adds up to the fact that you are corrupt. And when I said they were bought and paid for, I meant the Republican establishment, mm. not the Democratic establishment. Mm -hmm. Now you have Reid Hoffman, the person who's effectively George Soros Jr., yep. funding lawsuits across this country Preach against it. Donald Trump to keep him off the ballot, Preach funding left-wing causes. There it is. We discovered this week that he is one of Nikki Haley's largest supporters. Woo! Larry Fink, the king of the woke industrial complex, the ESG movement, the CEO of BlackRock, the most powerful company in the world, now supporting Nikki Haley. And to say that doesn't affect her is false because it's after that meeting later that day that she says that every American needs to be doxxed by having their ID, their government-issued ID, yep. tied to what they say on the Internet. Yep. So I think that this is far more corrupt than I even imagined mm -hmm. when I entered politics. But I will say this. It is going to take a leader from the outside yep. with fresh legs I agree. from the next generation to unite this country. Yep. Not the broken politicians After who are Trump, puppets yes. of the puppet masters, but the actual people in this country. Thomas Jefferson was All right, let's go to the next one. Vivek, I don't have a woman problem. Nikki has a corruption problem. Again, Vivek had so many like mic drops just in the debate now moments, but this one, uh, this one was right up this there. This one was pretty bad. So here we go. <laughs> At the first debate, she said that only a woman can get this job done. That's what she said. After the third debate, when I criticized Ronna McDaniel after five failed years of leadership of this party she and sucks. criticized Nikki for her corrupt foreign dealings as a military contractor, she said that I have a woman problem. Nikki, I don't have a woman problem. You have a corruption problem. And I think that that's what people need to know. Nikki is corrupt. This is a woman who will send your kids to die so she can buy a bigger house. is a form of intellectual fraud, and it actually needs to end. There's our donor puppet masters wielding their puppet right up here tonight. This is how this game is played. The puppet masters put up their puppet, and I reject the use of identity politics in this party. It has been a cancer coming from the left. All right. I'm sick All and tired right. of the First of all, now that we know with our people on the ground that the majority of the audience was actually Nikki Haley pumped in their people, that's why that was booed by anyone at all. That was... Holy cow. That that was big, but not as big as the <laughs> risk that Vivek took on this next thing. And I cannot state this enough. When he throws this out there on Nikki about knowing the provinces of Ukraine that they're actually trying to defend in the first place, if Nikki had boom, 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 it would have completely this destroyed was, this was Vivek. A he threw all the chips This in. was a... I hate to bring this up. This was an Alabama fourth and 31 <laughs> to win the game in the Iron Bowl miracle thing. But it turned out to be the most brutal, just, oh, just absolute demise of Nikki Haley. Here we go. I want to say one thing about the tie to Ukraine, if I may. So foreign policy experience is not the same as foreign policy wisdom. Mm. I want everybody at home to note that I was the first person to say we need a reasonable peace deal in Ukraine. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, who still support this, what I believe is pointless war in Ukraine. Yes. And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common 
is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are, but she wants to send our sons mm, and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. Listen to the so silence. reject this myth that they've if been she selling knew, you, that somebody she had a cup it. of coffee stint at the UN and then makes eight million bucks after, has real foreign policy experience. It takes an outsider to see this through. Look at the blank expression. She doesn't know the names of the provinces that she wants to actually She doesn't, or she would have said it. She knows she screwed. She knows. Listen, and we know from our boots on the ground that Nikki flooded the, the, the room with Nikki Haley supporters. That was the booze. But here's the thing. If she actually knew, it'd be real quick. This, this, and this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ABC. Like, 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 like what are you talking about? I absolutely know. It's boom, boom, boom. Because that would have then destroyed Vivek. It would have been. But Vivek brings up the point that we're all talking about here. And that's we're sending $200 billion. And they just tried to pass another $111 billion that got shot down, thank God, to Ukraine. And these people that are for it don't even know the freaking place in the first place. Okay. Whew. All right. This is, uh, this is Vivek calling out Nikki on what we have called her out on. The no anonymity on social media stuff. Absolute fascism. Here we go. Well, I, I did write that book, Ron, and the irony is Nikki Haley was heaping praise on me when I wrote that book, but now I worry I was warning about the woke industrial complex in this country as a warning. Apparently, she read it as a how-to manual, All just right. like she okay. reads George Orwell's books <laughs> okay. All right. as well. And so I think that that's actually far more dangerous than... I would, this is really important for people to understand. We're marching towards fascism under Biden. Mm. Jack Smith has subpoenaed <clears throat> every Who keeps last clearing her retweet throat? that someone that's has issued from Donald Trump that's in the year 2020. The, uh, the only person more fascist than the Biden regime now is Nikki Haley, who thinks the government should identify every one of those individuals with an ID. That is not freedom. That is fascism. And she should come nowhere near the levers of power, let alone the White Ooh, House. I got all right. She knows she's done. Uh, like I said, man, uh, uh, it was it was brutal. And all the polls we put up on my Twitter is Vivek is the winner under Donald under, Trump. Under Trump, Okay, yes. so, 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 but let's go to... Uh, the Dems are scared of Vivek. This is what I was talking about here. So this is, uh, I don't know, uh, stupid McBaldhead. I don't know what his name <laughs> is, nor do I care. But this is CNN talking about how dangerous Vivek is. Here we go. And the smug, condescending way that he just spews this poison out yeah, is very, very dangerous because he won't stop Trump. But he's going to outlive Trump by about 50 years. Mm. And you're watching the rise of an American demagogue that is a very, very despicable person. Yeah. And I, I'm, I literally, I, I, was, I was shaking listening shaking. to him talk because a lot of people don't know that is one step away from Nazi propaganda coming out of his mouth. Yeah, but the good thing. All right. Uh, so again, for those of you, one, he's not going to stop Trump now. So even CNN knows like, like all this stuff is pointless. And that's what I keep trying to talk about. We got two more debates and you're sending money to these people. And I think it's time for the, I, I'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, the people that are still out on Vivek, and I'm not saying I'm all in on Vivek because I'm Trump 2024, but a lot of people are like, you can't trust Vivek, blah, 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 blah. Well, a lot of a lot of people said the same thing about Donald Trump in 2015. Yeah. Um, and I will say this, anybody that terrifies the far left like that, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards it. I like that. But let's get into who actually won the debate here. These are, this is NBC. This is in Iowa. Right, right here in Iowa. 
Oh, first of all, can we look at her expression <laughs> on this freeze frame? But anyway, let's play it. Let's see who people thought won the debate. Let's there go. There are candidates here, and I want to start first with Angela, because this is your first time watching the debate. You are a Trump supporter, and so I want to know, what did you think of what you saw tonight? I thought there were a lot of fireworks going on. It was interesting to watch the candidates interact, and Trump is still the winner. <laughs> Trump is still the winner. Why? I, I agree. I like the policies. I like my retirement fund. Build the border. Ooh, drill, baby, drill. I like my uh, retirement fund. America's flag. future is very bright under Trump's leadership. Hey, Eric. no words have been better spoken. Why Trump? Because I like my retirement fund. Yeah. That's why. I like my money in my pocket. That's why. I mean, if you had to boil it down to border, all right, but but the biggest thing is I thought that was so powerful. I like my retirement fund. But don't worry, we got it here. This is a straw poll. Who was this that ran the straw poll? This is uh, MSNBC? Is yeah. that who this yeah. is? All right, here we go. Here's the results from a straw poll. Who won the debate? Here we go. NBC News 2024 campaign NBC. embed. Namdi Egwanwu is with Republican voters at a watch party in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Namdi, Georgia. It's so good Pause. to see you. Uh, you. Before he says this, this is Atlanta, Georgia. Okay? Yeah. Not, not what you would, would think would be Trump area. Here we go. You do fantastic work, and I know you've been there with the voters in Georgia. What are they telling you? What did they think of tonight's debate? Well, Kristen, getting a reaction from voters here in Atlanta was quite easy. They actually organized a straw poll on their own th during the debate, and were keeping track of their opinions. And by the end of the night, you had Vivek Ramaswamy out of the watch party of about 30 people getting five votes. You had Ron DeSantis getting two, both Nikki Haley and Chris Christie having a sole one vote. Um, um, and get this, former President Donald Trump, despite not being on the stage, got 18. <laughs> so that's really reflective of the vibe of the night here in Atlanta. But you don't have to take my word for it. A couple attendees agreed to stay after and give us their opinions. And, Will, I want to start with you. There was a moment tonight that got a lot of people riled up. What was the moment that caught your eye that left a mark on you? Uh, what left a mark for me was uh, Nikki Haley being called out uh, mm -hmm. for being the warmonger that she is at the same time. Uh, Ramswami holding up a notepad saying <laughs> Nikki is a corrupt. And that's going to be something that stands out uh, really strongly in my mind and in the voters' mind. Uh, but they talk too much about Trump, a man that wasn't on the stage, but ruled the stage tonight. Yeah. And Chris, and after. I, I mean, if there was ever a visual that was better, that was Atlanta, Georgia. Trump did not attend the debate again. He won it. And then you have a, 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 a black man, which the left wants you to believe that they hate Trump. They hate Trump. But they're, 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 they're the unicorn sits right there, the <laughs> mythical creature that does not exist. There it was. Hey, look, at the end of the day, the thing that sticks out to me the most is these people can't get Trump's name out of their mouth, and he wasn't even there. So he's got to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. Why do these people hate Trump so much? Because he's the guy. That's why. Same reason people hate Alabama. But either way. All right. This is Tim Burchett's thoughts. Uh, talking to Chris Cuomo on News Nation, the very uh, network that, that that sponsored it. But um, I think probably the winner tonight, of course, is Donald Trump. I mean, it's still, it's just, just you know, and, and one thing I want to say, and it's going to make people mad, but I don't care. That's pretty you much and it. I it's super short. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Uh, uh, Trump's the, the, the winner there. What's our next one here? Uh, no, I don't care about that. Move on. Uh, what's the next one?
no, okay, here we go. Here's the thing, all right, into the debates. So like I said, I did polls, we did polls, uh, the booze that Vivek got are bought and paid for booze. We now know from Todd and uh, Noah on the ground that Nikki Haley stacked the auditorium in her favor, and it still was an absolute bloodbath. Uh, Vivek won the debate, okay? If you're, if you're talking about winning a debate, Vivek won. Okay, how do you win a debate? Okay, who is everybody talking about the most after the debate? Vivek. Try to find anything else. It's hard. Okay, then Vivek. He won the debate. That's mm-hmm. that's literally the definition of winning the debate. All right? And those of you, oh, no, it's about who has the better pot. No, it's not. It's about who can get their message across and who can get heard the most behind presence, control, taking advantage of opportunities, gotcha moments. Those are debating. That's debating. Vivek won by every definition of the category. Ron DeSantis, to be fair, had his best debate he's had yet. He got second place. He got second place. For first place loser. Okay. So, I mean, take that for what it is, I guess. You got second place for first place loser. So, third place. So, I, I don't know. That's like eighth place, I guess. But either way, the point of the matter is nobody moved the needle in any considerable way. It doesn't matter how much Vivek owned it. He's still not gaining ground on Trump and he's still not going to beat Trump. Vivek won the debate. He's not going to beat Trump. DeSantis was the runner up. And he had his best debate yet. He still ain't going to beat Trump. He's almost 50 points down. Homie, you ain't catching that up. Nikki Haley is done. Chris Christie has been done. I don't know why he's there. Um, Here's the thing, and I'm going to say this again. It is time to end the debates. Yeah. Okay? Because it's nothing but wasting your money on these candidates that know they have no real shot. And I am saying it. We are entering into the realm that even Vivek, and I actually am kind of getting to like Vivek, Vivek, DeSantis, all this stuff. If you do not get out of this race, you are never going to recover. Ron DeSantis, you're a great governor. Whoever got to you and made you believe that this was possible and more importantly, that this was the right time, I begged you and your team not to do this. Please don't do this because I don't have anything against you as governor. You're a great governor. We had a chance at 12 years in the White House. You get behind Trump for this run. You still remain America's governor, best co- get best governor in the country. And then you got 12 years possibly at the White House because you would have 28 and then 32. Dang, can you imagine that? 2032. Anyway, the point is, but you screwed it up. And so the longer you wait to get out of this race, you might not even be governor because I'm telling you, Matt Gates is going to run for governor in Florida. Oh, Matt, Matt Gates And Matt Gates him. would wipe the floor with you right now because your reputation's in the toilet. You're down 41 points to Trump in your own state. Get out and start doing damage control. Vivek, you got a bright future unless you keep going, okay? You've, you've made your point. You've made your point. Even CNN acknowledges it. You got a bright future. You're going to outlive Trump. You're going to be a big, big deal Play the way down the, the road. This is politics, bro. Get out. Because if you don't get out, you're not going to be able to fix it. Your reputation moving forward and be a powerhouse for the American people later on. Potentially. I mean, we'll see your true colors as it goes. But this is Trump's race. 
And it's time for us to stop all this nonsense and unify behind Trump to take on the Democrats because Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee. I, Michelle Obama, okay, Gavin Newsom are two powerhouses that nobody has a chance to take on but Trump. But this is some breaking news that is just reported out a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago we found out that the rock was claiming Dwayne Johnson was claiming that he had been approached and he has been in conversations with democratic leaders or democrat leaders about the possibility of running and now this footage has come out with the rock currently meeting some of military cadre at the pentagon just days after the rock's interview confirming that the parties wanted him to run for president just play the video There he is, coming out of the Pentagon from meetings with high-ranking members within the Pentagon. There is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Why would he be there? Why would he be there? That, that's the question you got to ask yourself, is why would he be there? Thank you. How are you? Look, everybody's standing outside, wants a photo with The Rock, wants a photo. I love you back. All right, get rid of it. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but what I'm saying is that should terrify you if it does. You want to talk about somebody on a live stage? that could go toe-to-toe with Donald Trump. And who was liked by all of America. You want to talk about somebody who made his entire career about owning a stage and out-talking everybody and gotcha moments on people. And you want to talk about somebody that has national recognition that I or worldwide recognition that doesn't beat Trump, but it rivals Trump. Yeah. So Gavin Newsom, no. Gavin Newsom ain't got worldwide recognition. Donald Trump can't go anywhere. Everybody knows who Donald Trump is. I would say that a large percent of the world probably knows who Michelle Obama is. Yeah. The Rock can't go nowhere either. The Rock shows up in Timbuktu, Zimbabwe. And people know who he is. And people flood wherever he's at. This is this is this is what I'm getting at. It's not I don't know at this point, I don't know who it's gonna be. You got Michelle Obama, you got Gavin Newsom, and now you got all this rock stuff starting to circulate, and he's going up to the Pentagon talking to people. That's weird. That's something like, to pay attention to. Why, why would an actor be at the Pentagon? Yeah. That makes no sense. I, I, I again, I just that look, it's not gonna be Trump versus Biden. And that's why I keep saying it is time to end these frivolous and useless debates for first loser. We got to unify the party. Because we got to unify the party because we are going to have a battle. Anybody that thinks that once Trump gets in, it's just a landslide and that's it. No, this is going to be the biggest bloodbath we've ever had. And we've got to end this stuff. We've got to. And for those of you who are still on the DeSantis train, again, I don't have anything personally against DeSantis. But it took it getting down to four people for him to even have any kind of moment in a debate because he cannot control the stage on his own. He cannot take control. What's he going to do? Everybody's like, oh, he beat DeSantis. No, he didn't. Or, or Newsom. No, he didn't. Newsom mopped the floor with Ron DeSantis. 
Anybody that says anything else, you don't know politics. You don't know how this stuff works. What is he going to do against a Michelle Obama? Or what is he going to do against a Dwayne Johnson? It's going to be a bloodbath. It's time to end this frivolous stuff. And it is time to just, it is time to unite as a party for once, for the Lord's sake, get behind a candidate. That's all we have. That's my, that's my recap for this episode. If you enjoyed this video, hit the like button uh, and let us know. If this is your first time watching, make sure to hit the follow button and leave me a comment in the comments of who you think won the debate. Do you think The Rock is really thinking about running for president? And who do you think uh, is actually going to run instead of Joe Biden? I'm curious your thoughts. It could be The Rock and... Uh Rock Swift 2024. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. You want to talk about the Antichrist right there. <laughs> that, that's got to be that's got to be terrible. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, we I'm not Todd, but but we definitely want to end this uh, Todd's way. We're going to do a prayer really quick. Zach, say goodbye. See you guys again tomorrow. Oh, next week. Yeah. And let's pray. All right. Dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that you have given us in the greatest country in the world to have these conversations. We thank you for the people that spend their time trying to find out the truth to enhance their family, their well-being, their life as best they can. But Lord, at the end of the day, we know that this is not the most important thing. We know that politics is not the most important thing. We know that arguing back and forth over if it's this candidate or that candidate or blah, blah, blah is not the most important thing. We know, Lord, that people are actually hurting because there's a void in their life that they don't know how to fill. There's something in their spirit. They're broken. They're hurting. They're crying out for you. We know we, we hear America first all the time, but at the end of the day, it's God first, America next. We know that we need you, Lord Jesus, in our lives because you are actually the most important thing. So for anyone listening right now, I pray that you touch their hearts in the way that they need their heart to be touched. I pray that whatever their need may be or their prayer may be, their cry to you, Lord, I pray that you answer them, Lord, in only way that you can. And Lord, for those watching that maybe don't know you, Lord, I pray that right now in this opportunity that I have to show my faith, I pray that they pray that prayer, Lord, to invite you into their heart because you sent your son to die for us in our sins so we could spend eternity with you, Lord. And the only way to the Father is through you, Jesus, and we know that. Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity and we thank you for the many blessings that you give us that we do not deserve. And all of God's people said, amen. That's it. I'm Graham Allen. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, as always, stay awake, not woke. Trust in God, not the government. And as always, stay free.